I remembered this like a couple of weeks ago and I had like this, this like epiphany moment. I was like, oh my God, that, that was when I decided that I wanted to do it, but it's actually really embarrassing. Um, it was an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants where uh, <laughs> he like has his like little guitar with like lasers on it and he's yeah. singing, I'm a goofy goober rock. And it's like a Twisted Sister song. Welcome to It Was All A Dream with me, Nathan. Today I'm joined by Sophie Lloyd. Sophie, if you want to introduce yourself, let the people know who you are and what it is you do. Hello, everyone. My name is Sophie Lloyd. I am a guitarist. Uh, I do a lot across like social medias, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that. And um, I also play guitar currently for Machine Gun Kelly in his touring band. That's amazing. So, I mean, I've known you for probably about a year now. Um, but I followed your journey for a lot longer oh, and thanks. I know that when we spoke I know that um, anytime we have spoke you've always been heavily guitar driven even in school yeah. it was always musically driven so was it always your dream to be a guitarist or in that music industry like I'd always loved it growing up it always but because I'd never really grew up around like other musicians and people who kind of did that type of thing. So it always kind of felt like just that. It just kind of felt like a, a dream. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know anyone in the industry. It was, you know, so far removed from, from what I was used to because I grew up in quite like a small town where there wasn't even like really jam nights or anything. It was, you know, that kind of, kind of vibe. So I actually didn't study music until I got to university. I grew up, um, doing a lot of like science stuff. So I wanted to be a uh, forensic uh, scientist and work oh, with like blood splatter and like DNA analysis. And I actually got a scholarship to go to uni to study that um, at Sussex University. But like a week before I was meant to go, like I'd always played guitar like alongside everything. But again, it just kind of felt like a, a loose dream. But a week before that, I was just like, do you know what? I want to like give this a go while I can. And while I'm sort of younger and stuff, I want to just give that kind of dream a chance. And um, yeah, then I sort of went to, to BIM and it sort of became a more viable career path for me. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was never really like an intention. It's just sort of ended. Things have just kind of ended up how they've ended up. And it's amazing. No, that's cool. Um, so obviously you said that it was always that sort of like that loose dream in it, or probably an unrealistic dream in some sense that mm. it's, it's always been there, but it's never been achievable because it's just, it's one of the things like, how do you even get there? Like, I, I yeah, exactly. So and like, no one was like encouraging of it. Like I remember at school, my, when we were like all writing our personal statements to like go to sixth form and stuff, the teachers were like, right for this, you need to forget all of your dreams of being like a rock star or whatever. And the whole class looked at me and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and like and they wouldn't let me i was when i was at um sixth form they were like discussing university options with you and you have like a sort of chat with your like mentor and i was like oh i'm thinking about doing music and they were they flower were just like no they were like no you're not going to do that i was like 
okay i guess i'll do science then <laughs> so it was like it was never kind of something that was encouraged in school luckily my parents have always been really supportive and kind of pushed me to do it so yeah shout out to your parents i know they're great people um, yeah they're, so they're, what, they're pretty cool <laughs> what inspired the dream to either play music and invest so heavily in it because obviously i like i play music but not necessarily invested to the point where i'm like i'm gonna do this daily so what really inspired that dream for you um i think it was a bunch of things like the first time i kind of was i i remembered this like a couple weeks ago and i had like this this like epiphany moment i was like oh my god that that was when i decided that i wanted to do it but it's actually really embarrassing um it was an episode of spongebob squarepants where uh he like has his like little guitar with like lasers on it and he's singing yeah. i'm a goofy goober rock and it's like a twisted sister song yeah it was that i remember seeing that and i was like oh my god that's so cool like i want to do that is that when so, the brass band come out as well they're in the dome yeah that one as well in that like little glass dome yeah. i was like whoa my mind was just blown like it looks so fucking cool so that was actually like everyone else has really cool stories about what inspired them but mine was literally fucking spongebob but um uh yeah that sort of kicked off like the thing oh like that would be really cool that's thing i want to do and then sort of throughout school like i said i would always kind of uh i would just always play guitar when i was home like i was never like you know the popular kid or whatever i was always sort of a bit of an outcast and stuff so i you know would have like just a lot of free time at home I would always just kind of just for like sync to do I guess would just sort of play guitar and I loved that type of music um because you know my my dad was really into like classic rock and stuff growing up so I was exposed to that for a while um so yeah I guess just like having a lot of free time and stuff I would want to do that like at sort of lunches and at breaks at school and stuff I would always go to the music rooms and kind of play and I just always thought it was so cool like I just thought these people were just so amazing and cool like looking at them like it was so embarrassing i used to like write like fan fiction as well about like different bands like i was invested in this like band scene <laughs> so <laughs> yeah like i've always kind of loved that kind of scene and that thing i always thought was really cool but it never felt like something viable kind of for me until now really yeah, that's cool so Obviously, you mentioned about how um, you started when you was in school and you obviously played when you was younger. So how old was you when you would say that you roughly discovered that it was that was it was more of like a dream than it was a passion or a hobby? Um, yeah, because I know, obviously, you started to climb on to like that influencer ladder early on through like yeah. Instagram. But yeah, how yeah. old was you when you roughly like? discovered it was a dream like I started playing guitar when I was thinking about like nine years old I feel like I always give a different age because I'm not really sure but I was between like nine and eleven um and it was sort of like something I do for fun and then I stopped doing it for like a while I sort of played on off up until I was about 15 I'd say when I was kind of 15 16 when I got kind of pretty heavy into like rock music and emo music and you know that that sort of scene that yeah. I am um, really kind of went full force into it and you know i never like plans to be an influencer because when i started like posting on youtube and, and stuff it was very much like youtube wasn't really like a thing like you couldn't make money from it it was just like a kind of video sharing site that um you know people would just post post whatever on so i started it initially as like a kind of um 
way to just track my progress to kind of see how far I was getting. And like most of my uploads, I would I would actually upload to Facebook. So I'd upload a bunch of videos to Facebook first. And then um, I remember one got like 500 likes and I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I'm famous. No pictures, please. But um, yeah, and then it's sort of just throughout uni, I'd keep kind of uploading the various videos and stuff on YouTube. Um, just random things I would come up with. And then like sort of midway through uni, I started writing my first EP delusions. And um, funnily enough that f when I released that delusions song, I did like a music video for it and stuff. That was what just kind of blew up and it got some like 2 million views or something in just like a couple of months. And that was sort of the first time I was like, oh fuck. And that's when I sort of got like a decent like check from um, YouTube as well. And I was like, oh my God, this could actually be like a sort of, viable income and career path for me is like doing this sort of stuff online like that was kind of the moment where I think I was like that's what I want to do and then when I left uni I pretty much went full force into it so just roughly how old was that like the uni stage uh how old am I now that was probably when I was about 19 20 when I was like sort of at uni kind of yeah doing the videos and then I left uni I think when I was like 22 ish and that's sort of when I I started doing it kind of full full time more or less. So um, you obviously really loved classic rock. You mentioned you mentioned about your parents being a huge um, motivation factor, I guess you'd say. So who was some of your idols? That can even be like personal ones. So like you know your mum. I know she's a great character, and that and um, so that can even be like personal or business even like prince or something like that or stevie ray um yeah. who was some of your idols there's like there's a lot of people like sort of musical wise um well the first you mentioned prince the first concert i went to see was prince um at the o2 which was like an amazing first concert really inspiring he had all his like guitars on stage which was really cool um Another one was uh, Orianthe growing up, who was uh, the female guitarist for like Michael Jackson. And um, okay. she was like a big inspiration to me because she was sort of the first kind of girl I'd seen proper like shredding and stuff. So I thought she was awesome. And um, then, you know, like Van Halen was massive influence, Guns N' Roses, um, Pantera as well. And then a lot of like punk stuff, like, you know, rancid offspring bad religion anti-flag like i had a lot of sort of different genres and then the more modern rock like avenge sevenfold i loved sinister gates i loved my chemical romance yeah. uh you know like those sorts of things and um in like personal life yeah like you said like my my parents have always been such a um amazing rock for me there which i think a lot of people kind of don't have um sometimes in like the music scene like i'm so lucky that they were so supportive and when i did change my mind from wanting to be a fucking scientist to a rock star <laughs> they were like they were like yeah go do it like they were excited about it and like you know my dad would always drive me to band practice and just sit in the car for like three hours doing his crosswords while i would go and like play some shitty emo music in like a smelly room so it's like they've always kind of been there to like support me and the same with my mom she'd always be there like front stage any of my super gigs at like the the youth church or whatever <laughs> play my gigs my mom would be there like crying in the front row so like having that support has been has been so helpful and like they've yeah they, they're definitely big inspirations for me and a lot of stuff I do is kind of for them in a sense like that's why I first wrote delusions was originally for a Christmas present for my mom and dad 
um and then it sort of grew into something bigger but that they've always been like a big inspiration for me that's amazing just so then you've achieved a lot you know not just in social but like even where you are now and going from playing i i believe the story was that you played in front of like 30 people in a pub the day before, <laughs> like two days before you flew out to go yeah yeah that was so weird <laughs> so you've obviously achieved a lot you've gone from one end of the scale to the other um how did you achieve such great success so oh, well, would you say that's true social media would you say it was through being consistent yeah I'd say definitely social media has kind of been my like building a platform because I've had kind of a non-traditional entrance to the to the music world I guess and I feel like a lot of people are nowadays like getting into it through online stuff because it's such a good way to connect so um and that's kind of where uh Cal's and his team kind of found me was through Instagram um and that's where he kind of reached out to me. So it's all kind of been been online. So I'd say building that profile and, and like you say, sort of being consistent with posts, having like a kind of unique selling points, whether, you know, because I do like my shred versions a lot. Also, I'm quite lucky I am kind of a girl. So it's automatically kind of like got a unique selling point there for some people. And it's, um, yeah, just sort of building up that platform, building an audience, showing that I can, you know, do all this stuff. Um, myself is like uh was really important and then yeah they kind of found me found me through there let's say because you've built quite a big personal brand in yourself um for the the name of sophie lloyd do you know i mean there are quite a few influencer guitarists out there that are female but you are one of the top do you know what i mean like if you start ask anybody Thanks. like name top <laughs> name top three i know your name's coming up so oh, thank I, you. I, I definitely agree it's like your personal brand as such has been a, a, an incredible um an incredible growth as well i mean it's growing daily with the the content that you put out and it does just get better yeah oh thank you that's cool so, <laughs> um so you you've done a lot and you know I just one question and it's quite cool i mean you the first gig you ever went to was Prince. I want to say that was, I'm going to say 2013, but I want to say 2008. One of them to ring a bell. Uh, I want to say 2008 because it was definitely when I was like under 10. Yeah. So 2008, that's insane that you was under 10 in 2008, but. Um, <laughs> 2008, oh, wait, no, I wasn't. That was 2008. No, wait, no, that's a lie. I would have been 13. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. I was about 13. I thought I was younger. Okay. Maybe so you 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 went to go watch Prince play Wembley in 2008 and then what 2022 you stepped on Wembley stage to play a sold out show yeah it's crazy in your home you're absolutely fine my son keeps knocking <laughs> on the window waving um, oh. so you've obviously done a lot so what has been your proudest moment because you've had a full page feature in classic rock magazine which yeah i'm sure crazy. that you read growing oh, up. oh yeah all the time all the time it's you crazy know, i think i had a subscription for it <laughs> exactly you know you've stood on some of your some of uk's most iconic stages and still yeah. yet to come up you've got another one um so 
what would you say your proudest moment has been in your career I'd say yeah it's definitely been like a lot in like the kind of last year I'd say one of them was um the Cleveland show at uh the end of the U.S. run um of the MGK dates that was like a really proud moment for me because it was such like a even though I haven't been in that camp long that venue meant, meant so much to like them as a band like because that's where like they all grew up in Cleveland and the fact it was a fucking like stadium it was a, like this legendary stadium next right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like it was like such a kind of it felt like such an iconic location that literally all of us went there and we went the day before to kind of do our sound check and we all just like burst out crying and like all of us were just like in tears and like the gig was just so amazing like i remember this one really special moment that night where kels brought a bunch of kids up on stage and this one girl just like ignored kels completely and booted it straight to me and i was like oh my god that's so cool like to see like like kind of fan interaction there and like the impact i'm having was such a beautiful moment and then like when the show was over and we'd like done the after parties and stuff we were going back to hotel and we were like should we just go and sleep at the stadium and we all went to the stadium and we was like 4am and we were just like sitting there and we were like this is a dumb idea let's go back to the hotel but like we were all like so proud that we like all of us like wanted to like go and, and again that was so weird because it was like avril lavigne was there not like i you know idolized avril lavigne and there i am sitting in this fucking empty stadium with her and like it was just so wild like those kind of experiences like that where you kind of look back and be like wow if like my younger self could see could see me now and then Wembley was another really amazing one because that's one kind of where all of my um like childhood friends came who I felt like never really kind of got the music thing if that makes sense they it was very different you know they're all kind of psychologists and accountants and like you know that's they've taken that sort of route so I think I was always kind of they never really kind of understood it and then after that i actually someone captured it on video as well like there's this like really nice moment where all the um girls like come running up to me giving me hugs and i'm like crying and they're like we get it now like you know we're so sorry we weren't more support like it was like just such a cool moment for like to have that kind of moment with with the girls there and it's yeah there's th those were probably like my two moments where i was like wow that's so fucking cool i don't know <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing so then just last question um really is if there's anybody watching or listening to this that wants to follow in your footsteps to doesn't necessarily have to be um a touring musician but just as successful as you are on social media or or even just a better guitar player um what advice would you offer them and I'd say, yeah. well, there, there's a few things. Sorry, I'm such a rambler and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> just talking your ears, ears off. But um, I would say definitely like in, in nowadays, social media and stuff is such an important thing. So do put yourself out there on that, whether you want to or not. I know some people find it a bit cringe. Some people find it a bit embarrassing, but like, it's so important to have that profile there. Like just so it's kind of like, think of it as your like online, cv or online portfolio so that people who are looking for acts you can immediately just point them like here's all my videos here's everything i've done so sort of look at it look at it like that um and try and find something in that that separates you apart from the crowd like for example you know uh like i have my shred versions maybe you do something weird on tiktok play guitar in like public places or something i don't know like something kind of um something kind of unique that separates you out from the crowd and um and just get keep pushing stay consistent with it be prepared to do quite a bit of like 
you know i did youtube for about four years without seeing a single check and not really expecting it like do it for the love of it don't do it because you think it's like a kind of easy route or whatever because it's not um so definitely build up those profiles another one is like make connections where you can and learn from people who you're with and that's thing i sort of started doing slightly later on in my career because earlier on i didn't really like i said I, I didn't really know many musicians but later on like sort of recently um in the uh, machine gun kelly band the other guitarist justin lyons he's uh i've he's, learned he's a guest on this by the way is he oh dude, he's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome he's got so much knowledge on everything and just like learning from him learning he's like taught me about just the the simple things like timing and stuff and how to sort of really kind of stay on the beat it's like little things like i've been learning so much from all of these people and like try and get out there have live experience because that stuff like you know stuff that you don't you'll never learn in your bedroom if you know what i mean like that you should bring you know two leads in case one doesn't work or like something like that or how to change a string quickly if it snaps in mid-show just little things like that are important uh and also just like stay true to yourself play what you like don't feel like you need to kind of fit into anyone's box or or whatever like you know just stay stay passionate about what you're doing because i've definitely had had moments where i've slipped and lost my kind of lost my i don't know like motivation i guess for it and been like oh, is it really worth it blah 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 but like just stick at it if you have a day like that play what you're good at play songs that you like like you know and then when you're feeling good again then you can start trying to learn new things and and doing that again there's amazing online courses as well like a true fire really good um and then just just youtube tutorials as well to kind of get your your playing game up where you want it to be but um yeah just just stick at it that's all you need to do stick at it and just be a, be a good person as well like don't don't be a dickhead because <laughs> no one wants to work with a dickhead you know like make sure you show up on time do the job do all the preparation you can and just like kill it and show them what you can do amazing um so that's pretty much all of it the last thing i'd say is just if anybody wanted to find you support you and stuff like that where can they find you where can they support you if you just want to give your channels and little like, shout out spotlight. shameless yeah, plug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well uh it. yeah if you would like to support me i would be very grateful um i have a youtube channel which is just sophie lloyd uh instagram sophie guitar underscore and tiktok sophie guitar underscore um i've got an album coming out this year called imposter syndrome which will be coming out in september we have singles dropping every month on spotify and music videos on my youtube channel with photographs taken by the lovely podcast host that uh you have today <laughs> uh and yeah i hope to see some of you guys over there amazing all right well thank you very much i appreciate you joining me today and that no worries thanks up. so much for having me thank you for having me i've had such a good time it's nice chatting with you uh, it's been a pleasure